Hey everybody, welcome back. It is Monday night and it is Podcast World Order time. I'm your host Matt, uh, back by popular demand. We have Pat. How's it going? Uh, we Pat. have Dean of Old School, D. White. Right over here, baby. Uh, we have the kayfabe son of Todd Sinclair, Cod Sinclair. There you go. And uh, today taking the role of Voice of God, it is Jeff Hitman Hall. Hello, hello. And uh, man... I, I really, I was just saying this to everyone, I really feel like we had nothing really to talk about besides, you know, getting some stuff moving for uh, for Fighter Fest and Great American Bash, and I feel like a bunch of stuff happened all at once today. Uh, so first, Sarah Logan and Eric of WWE's Viking Raiders are expecting their first child, just announced today that uh, Sarah Logan is pregnant. Okay. Sarah Logan got a uh, pink slip as her uh, baby shower gift from Vince. Um, (laughs) There is some speculation that that is why they removed it from TV prior to um, being released. I've also heard that Snitsky's the godfather. Wow. That'd be super cool. Um, (laughs) cool. Although, although, man, Hanson kind of getting the... (laughs) No, it'd be cooler if the godfather was the godfather, but that's just... Um, it kind of makes me wonder though if Sarah Logan had asked asked for her release because she's saying she doesn't think she's going to get in the ring anytime soon obviously now we kind of know why Um, so it makes me kind of wonder if maybe she asked for the release don't let Vince off the hook no no no, I'm with you but I'm just saying it makes me question that I have to go and see their their YouTube video yeah because the video it said five weeks ago when wow. it shows like the test being loaded, so you think five weeks before today, and you're at the end of May, beginning of June. So still I mean, that's still no reason. Yeah, don't let don't let Vince off. Nah, you're right. That's I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Um, supposedly tonight, I I apologize. I guess this is kind of spoilers, but it's been all over the web. So tonight we're getting a, an unveiling of a new U.S. title. Uh, immediate reactions. They switch belts too often. Who, care, who cares? They're just selling belts. Just go back to the old yeah. Go back to the old yep. white IC title. Yep. Listen, listen. If it, if it doesn't look answer. like this, right. if it doesn't look like this, it don't mean anything. The new, I mean, right. the new one's fine, though. There's nothing wrong with the one they have. Just, it's, it's not like, It's not this. It's like you said. They're just repackaging it so they can sell new ones. Um. Yeah, I, just, I don't know. I don't see the reason to change it, personally. Yeah. Seems Same. a little out of the blue. I um, think it's just to try to keep people to tune in. It's fair. Hopefully it has something to do with MVP and the U.S. title. That's the only thing I can really hope for. Uh, Maybe he'll win it. He's coming. Nobody can stop him. Um, One, two. Hear the clock ticking. So, Rey Mysterio is now officially, apparently, working without a contract with WWE. Um, so is he signed to Extreme Rules? Is he on a handshake deal with them? Does anyone... Whatever it takes to get him and his son off television is fine. You know his son's not going go, anywhere. Go to AAA. Predominantly just his son, because he's awful. Or Impact, or whatever. Dominic is terrible. Actually, it might just be his stepson now. 
Yeah. Well, and and from what I understand, and this is this comes from uh, I forget if it was PW Insider or where it came from, but that um they had play or it might have been Meltzer or Brian Alvarez one or two out said that they had pl- that they had plans for this extreme rules match for to be like an eye for an eye mm-hmm. uh, match to yeah, sort to take of, out the I other's guess, eye for Seth Rollins which might be a way to sort of re- retire him or or whatever who knows but um, I'm not sure if that's still happening or not but that's that was a rumor um man don't care either way <laughs> Uh, next two I feel we'll probably spend a little bit more time on. Following rumors of her leaving the company, Kyrie Sane has recently been removed from Raw advertisements. Um, heavy speculation that she was going to be sent to Japan as a WWE ambassador for what a lot of people are assuming NXT Japan, which has been rumored for years now. Um, but a lot of people, a lot of speculation, honestly, across the board that her in-ring career is done. Mm-hmm. Oh, thanks. Congrats. thanks. Thank you, Nia Jax. Thanks, Jacks. Nia Jax. Yeah. Thanks. Um, thank, thanks you. For, uh, the, for, the for gift. The, go ahead, Jeff. The gift that keeps on giving. Okay. Unfortunately. Right. For Kyrie Sane's sake. That, the fact that keeps on killing. For, for, oh, but she's, I mean, Kyrie Sane's like what? Like 37, 38, something like that. Yeah. I mean, she. Um, she yes. Well, and she, well, I, uh, nice. And she, but she, and she wrestles a pretty, you know, intense style so i mean she's there is wear and tear she's only 31 yeah. okay never mind i, I guess oscar's like 37 38 yeah um, yeah yeah but but it was but you know i mean that's 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 a i mean those guys start wrestling when they're like 13 you know yeah. Yeah. a well, lot for, of them for her sake so, if knows? she's done i hope wwe has had to pay her off well um but i hate the, the way i feel about this is like it's not really news other than wwe's women's division continues to get thinner and right. unless she's well, like joining AEW to help their division well, it's, it's and not what, really and much. what I, what I from what I understood it was a rumor that they were going to like um actually do a you know almost like um a retirement match or like in like kayfabe mm-hmm. have Nia Jax end her career which yeah, yeah. That, there's uh, been a lot of speculation I, I, I that could happen that tonight Charlie did that week. So it's a super poor taste. Like you know. I, I can't stand, and I don't like. Don't want to go on a rant with Nia because we could spend all night talking about how bad she is, right. and how, how many people she hurts. But like, well, she's not like most girls. She's the only, like, she's the only woman who continues to like hurt people in ring and gets passed for. And I get it. She's like Roman Reigns and Rock's family and all that, but. Mm-hmm. You really, you're literally taking your worst worker and continuing to push her, and it's awful. Yeah, well, which is which is really sad because, <laughs> to speaking specifically about Kyrie Zane, um, she's worked a handful of really good matches with with Shayna Baszler. Right now, is just sitting at home collecting a check because we're getting there. Just soured on her. And no, yet, no, no, no. sorry, no, no, no. She, 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 she was on main event. We gotta get there. Don't main you worry. Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, but main but event, yeah, main event do... is worse than not being on television. That's a kiss of death. It's really bad. But I, but I just think it's a slap in the face because I think Shayna is somebody that can actually go and be a productive member of the roster, and yet we continue to push Nia for uh, mm. reasons, and she's doing you know. it for the Rock. I, I can't, you know. I can't stand Shayna Baszler. Uh, like personally, like I really don't like her, 
but she is so much better than Bailey and Sasha and all these people that they're giving time to. And they're talking about, like, Chelsea Green's coming up, and EO might be coming up if she drops the belt soon. But like Potential Tessa signing. But you brought Shayna up, and you brought, uh, what's her name, Belair up, and, like, neither of them are on TV at all. Uh, we haven't seen Belair since since she had her little thing Mania. with Street Profits. And I believe I it's something like May 18th for Shayna when she beat Natty. I literally, I literally forgot Belair existed until you got I just said that. <laughs> I, I, there you go. Like, personally, and personally, I don't like either one of them. I don't really care for either one of them. But they're so much better workers than than who they're putting on TV. Like, God, man, I am so tired of Bailey and Sasha. And like, Lily it's, for a, it's not good heat. It's go away heat for Bailey. Lily yep. For a sec, second, I was like Bel Air. Oh, right. there, there. the one with Prince, the one who went, you know, Willow, Willow this is, Smith. This is a different podcast than I thought we were on. Well, and think about this too, if you want to really get pissed off, uh, Pat, is that obviously Vince sees a lot more in Nia Jax than he does in Shayna Baszler. Yeah, I mean that that's that's for sure. That's awful. Um, he see he sees more than he sees in Io Shirai or in Kyrie Sane or in, you know, he sees Nia Jax above all of them, which mm-hmm. just gives you an idea of the warped view that that old man has. Well, so, because she's, she's, she's the rock's blood. That's why I remember, remember, was it like one of the SummerSlam pay-per-views? Remember she was going to quit, but then, you know, man. but Dwayne, you know, Dwayne, you know, moved everything over for him. Yeah. Well, like, that's the bit like, and they just they just make them sit at home out their contract. Man, Baszler and Belair could be top top women in AEW right now. Uh, right. Right. Those those two would make that division so much deeper. Mm-hmm. We we've we've, uh, we've wasted too much time on that, Jax. Please, Lord. Yeah, That's God, good. please. Yeah, yeah, move on. Yeah, so yeah. but well, kind of sticking with Shayna Baylor, Baszler. She, she has been, it uh, was rumored she was going to be a part of the Raw tapings, and it was the main event tapings. Um, uh-huh. Clearly, we've seen a lot of greatness come out of there. Uh, you know, Cedric Alexander and Ricochet's tag team. And I forgot those EC3, guys were on the roster. Eric Young. EC3 coming to AEW, right? Maybe. That's a rumor. Potentially, that yeah. a heavy, heavy rumor. Yeah, uh, well, I... I hear that. So, so in other words, being on main event is like being sent to human resources, right? So they, like, you know, you're getting fired yeah. soon. It's like <laughs> they're you're, just, you're being designated out the, for assignment. Right. They're this working out the paycheck. paperwork. Are you going down to, tri- right. are you going down to the minor league club or are we just giving you an outright release? Yeah, soon to be released. You guys ready for <laughs> an immediate pick me up? Cause this, I feel like this will do this for everyone. We talking, are we talking about New Japan? We are Japan. talking about the finals of New Japan. They are set. Do it. Called it. It I'm is. Still, I'm very upset, but. <laughs> yes, but. <laughs> J- Jeff, how are you feeling? Uh, just. <laughs> <laughs> you guys go. You guys go. go. <laughs> so, Evil and Sonata, that, that tag team is done, right? Real quick. Evil beat Sonata. Uh, yes. To go to the finals, evil continuing. Uh, pun intended, because I can't think of anything else. His evil ways of just healing it up. The, uh, the chair spot. You don't do that to your tag team partner and expect to still be tag team partners afterwards. I'm just saying. Nah, I think I you're would right. Agree. 
I would agree. Which is well, okay because to... Sonata's overdue to be a top guy. So hopefully right, he... breaking this up. And both of those guys can go. I got no problem yeah, with yeah, Evil what... being put over either. But No, mm-hmm. no. I, for me, it was a win-win. I mean, I, I'm taking it easy. If, if, if Sonata's going to – if they're using this to break him out, you know, then that's fine. You know what I mean? I got no problem with that. That's kind of my question, though. So, so which one is going to end up leaving LIJ then? Sonata. 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 Yeah, it has to mm-hmm. be. He's the guy. So is he going to be? Uh, what? What is it? Um, New Japan Main, whatever the the hell they call themselves, the Tanahashi's of the world. Mm. Yeah, um, I would assume so. Mm. Yeah, because Tanahashi's is, is you know he's he needs to p- push somebody else past him, um, in that group. But I I don't know. No, not yeah, but, Ace. <laughs> but but I would say that the Pat was talking about the the, the chair spot. Um, I thought the spot that officially announced that tag team was over is when. Evil took him by the top of the hair and pulled it up and did the throat cut. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, all right, well, uh, they're not going to be tagging anymore. This can't keep going. <laughs> Could um, be that, yeah. And the other side of the finals, Kazuchika Okada, Rainmaker, Damn. defeated Hiromu Takahashi. He's going to be in the finals. I uh, So... I'm really torn here because I did not think Evil was going to make it to the finals. Is There's no way Evil wins the tournament, right? There's no, no, way. no way. There's no uh, way. I'm really torn because New Japan would no do it. There's no way he wins it clean. Right. That doesn't I, mean LIJ couldn't get oh, involved. That doesn't mean Naito uh, doesn't help him yeah, out. Yeah, right? exactly. Uh, Naito could... Mm-hmm. You know, Oh my gosh! Please don't explode, Lij. I, I, I need. I needed it. I need. Uh, Robo Jeff no, has entered the hall. No. Mm-hmm. You want to try it one more time, Jeff? Just because that'll put a huge. Oh no! <laughs> um, sorry, Naito might like you guys say Naito might help him, and then that that might be what you. And he's muted. I was about to say Jeff is. Jeff is uh, still committing to the show despite working all the time and you know, still being well, essential. So you, well, he's probably going to go a little in and out here. Uh, well, I'm going to let I'm, I'm going to fill in because Jeff and I share a brain a lot of times um, on things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think what you're hitting at is is I mean that that could happen, but I I, I don't see Lij surviving a you know a huge infighting thing over the title with Naito, Evil, Sonata, uh, Hiromu, you know, I think it's, it, it could be get really dramatic as far as that goes. I need LIJ in my life. Well, but I mean, they, you get to pick which title you go after, right? No. No. So typically that would be it. Um, mm-hmm. But they've already announced that the winner of the finals will be number one contender to both IWGP heavyweight and Intercontinental titles. And we'll face Tetsuya Naito for both championships at Dominion just 24 hours later. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, this guy yeah. be Okada, right? You gotta Okada. trust Okada. Like, Okada. Okada. Yeah, gonna, I mean, Okada's gonna win, so you can put one of the belts on him. And you yeah. can definitely have Naito win just because, you know, evil. Probably. Yeah. 
fake injures him? Is there, I mean, is there a way, I mean, is there a way LIJ pulls, like, a, a stunt where Naito helps Evil win, and then he just gives him the Intercontinental belt, and they agree not to wrestle, and then the, you know, powers that be make a new title match for Dominion? God, I hope that I hope that's it. And See, somehow, I'm and so somehow, torn, Sonata though, gets cause, it because that is not very new Japan. It's, 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 that's it's, the it's issue. definitely not. I agree with that. That's kind they're of my... big, they're big on letter of the law with their tournaments. Yeah, it's got me real. I don't know. I don't know. I'm still kind of holding out that Okada. I mean, I think okay. you're he's the torchbearer. I'm gonna stick with that. Okay. I, I picked Okada to win it, and I got on this Takahashi hopeful dream thing that Brian talked me into. And then, yeah. But. I, man, <laughs> I, got, I got to tell y'all, I had Okada winning it until I saw Kota Ibushi on the other side, and then my entire bracket was busted except for Okada to the finals. Mm-hmm. I didn't have Evil even beating Goto. Like... Co- Me neither. Coda paid for the sins of Kenny Omega. <laughs> for the sins of the gold lovers. <laughs> All right. Let's go ahead and real quick hit uh, night two for Great American Bash and Fighter Fest. Uh, we're going to give predictions for anything but the main event uh, if you guys want. That is already out there. We ain't saying it for those who don't want spoilers. We gave that to you all last week and gave you all the, the places if you didn't want mm-hmm. them to skip. Um, so we're not going to give any prediction for the main event of Keith Lee versus Adam Cole, winner takes all belts. You should go back and check that video out, though. It's a good video. If you want do spoilers, you, I, I suggest it. Do you, do you want to do this without giving a result? Do you want to predict whether they change the outcome or not? Yeah, okay. All right, that could be fun. That could be fun. I like that. Because we, well, well, we know the spoiler. And we're not since saying the spoiler. It, since it was spoiled, do we want to say, yes, WWE Did they retape retaped or, or they're going or with Or they that. sticking with But we don't say who won yep. in the, the spoiler. Did, right. did, anybody, did anybody watch BTE? Watched BT this week. That is usually a post uh, podcast thing. Okay, well they took a little uh, dig at the spoiler in BTE, so yeah. don't watch that. Well, they don't, don't watch that either. They don't want a slop shop at AEW. That's right. They well, don't want a slop. Imagine. Right. <laughs> imagine that. See, the internet didn't even agree with you. <laughs> All right. First matchup, Breezango and Drake Maverick, who had a weird text this morning, or uh, Twitter, but apparently it was nothing. He apparently got hacked. Um, made it mm-hmm. seemed like he was in that's the hospital. That's what they all say. But it was not. Well, he said it was Renee, like his wife. But uh, they are facing El Legado de Fantasma. Uh, this has got to be Santos Escobar, Escobar, Joaquin Wilde, and Raul Mendoza picking up the win here, yeah? Agreed. You just built this yeah. stable, make it look strong. Yep, it's new. I'm assuming by that silence, Jeff is agreeing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mia Yim versus Candice LeRae. Mm-hmm. I gotta feel like this is gonna be the Candice LeRae win. This is a uh, like street fight. Street fight, right? Yeah, street fight. Well, Mia yeah. Yim, Mia Yim, as they like to mention, 
is from the streets. <laughs> so I'm going to okay. go with Mia Yim. That's, that sounds she's really, got, really she, similar. She's got home turf advantage. That's right. Yeah, I feel like this might set up the um, – I feel like this might set up EO and Candice for the title. Okay. Yeah, can't wait for that. All right, and main event time, Keith Lee versus Adam Cole. Do they retape the match? That was it. No, but That's hey, they have. the question the question is, um, does uh, what is it, Sarav Gurjar, the the Indian guy, does he get fired? That's the question. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on how high they are on that tag team. Yeah, about to say uh, how, um, how big are they on end this year? But um, I agree. I don't think they are going to retape. I I also don't think they will. Too much production. I don't think they're going to retape, and I don't think anybody is high on into share right now. Right. <laughs> All right. Right. So with that, that's the end of Great American Bash. Let's go ahead and take a look at Fighter Fest Night 2. Um, first up, Chris Jericho versus Orange Cassidy. Chris Jericho says this is one of his best matches in his 30 years. Okay. Oh, my gosh. What? Jericho's going to put him over. Jericho's going to put him over. I don't. I don't... I don't know that that means Orange Cassidy's going to win, but Jericho's going to put him over. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be the guy. Orange is going over. Okay. Orange is the new Jericho. I'm sticking with Jericho. (laughs) Wow. Um, Just to throw this out there, I don't know if if anything has been changed because of COVID, um, but there is a Fozzie tour starting July 10th. and I like I said, I don't know. That. I don't know. They didn't have anything on their on their on their website saying where, that they could change. Where were the like? Is it a U.S. tour? Or is it an international tour? U.S. tour. Okay. Well, they might do some of the shows still. Yeah. They, well, so, they, they, their he, their he tour was, their their tour was supposed to be like um, April and May, so everything was pushed back. So this might be the reschedule, depending. And this might be Orange Cassidy going over to give Jericho a break. All I'm saying is Chris Jericho is one zero against Fruit. So. Mm-hmm. True. That's that's that was bad joke. So let's let's but just ag- let's, let's let's just acknowledge and move on. I had to do it for Ben. <laughs> I did it. I did it for Ben. For to Ben. Up next, yep. Lance Archer versus Joey Janela. Everyone on three. One, two, three. Joey Janela. Joey Janela. What? This is, okay. So, hear, what? hear me out on this. Hear me out Y'all on this. Y'all are high. Hear me out on this. I'm, I'm waiting. They have to find a way to tack on some losses to Lance Archer. Um, so he's not just back to running amok. There's gonna, it's gonna, Joey Janela is going to win with the help of Sonny Kiss somehow. Agreed. I, I, I just I think they're gonna find a way to to have that happen. I could be totally wrong. It could be a squash match, um, but I have I just have this feeling. I, I think they're trying to put over that tag team. I would have accepted and, like, and I think they're gonna find a way for Sunny Kiss to help him win the match. I would have figured like Lance Archer gets disqualified. I mean that could well, happen. Like, that could happen too. If Janela wins, it's because Archer they're, continues the beat. It's not gonna be like a clean win, but Janela's gonna find a way to get the W. Um. Yeah, by hook or by crook. Yeah, I agree. I, I think I, something will happen. Uh, see, here's the deal. And it might lead I to Joey Janela getting 
murdered, like legit legitimately murdered <laughs> after the Joey fact. Janela, please don't die. But I, I have, I just have this feeling, especially because they had Lance Archer like just randomly beating him up in the crowd. Lance Archer does week. that like every Wednesday. Yeah, but like you know, the, you already had the match set up. You didn't need to do it. I don't know. I just have this feeling that it's gonna happen. I I lied. I think Lance Archer's gonna win. Yeah, that's fine. Logic. <laughs> I, I mean, it may. I could. I I'm, see what y'all are saying. I'm, uh, don't be shocked. Yeah, I'm because a, everybody has solid. Everybody has solid logic. Though. Right, but well, I know that, that Joey Janela takes a good ass whooping. I also think. I yeah. also think Brian Cage is going to win the world title. That ain't so happening we gotta get Wednesday. the we gotta get the heels to kind of go down a little Ooh, bit so face can get okay. to the top of the rankings. I'm kind of with Pat on that one, but uh, but so I'm that, not used to Pat being wrong. I might be. Uh, so we got Nyla Rose, and they have now said that she is in action. They haven't announced against who. I think this is gonna be Nyla Rose killing Anna J and further pushing her as the Dark Order female talent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my. Uh, if, it, if it's a splash debut, Nyla Rose is going to lose. If it's just right. a random person on the roster, she's going to win. Yep. If Thunder I feel like shows it's, up or Tessa I feel like if it's not a splash, up, it's going to be Abaddon. I, see, I, I could see Abaddon. I could see Anna Jay. I just don't know where Abaddon's been for these past two tapings, so I don't know if she's there or if she had to go like back. You do not want to hear my response. I know you don't care. She's in hell. Um, but there's no, a zombie. No, no, no. If, it, but if it's a splash debut, a and I would rather watch Anna J. Yep. Yeah, I don't argue that. I if think it, Anna J. Storyline would be better. If it's a splash debut, though, they're going to use it to propel whoever it is to be uh, Sheeta's next opponent. I'm just, I'm really torn. Because so who do you, so who do you think it could be? I mean, Thunder Rose has been is the one that keeps getting mentioned. That's a big one. Um, Are we thinking anybody else though? Man, there's no way what? it's if, Tessa. I, I don't think there's any way it's Tessa. But if you wanted to pull, oh! if you wanted to pull there's a power no move, way. that would be big time. That if would Tessa be the power Blanchard move. Showed up and just squashed Nyla. <laughs> All right, or just show, I, just I showed love, up. I love you, I love you, Sheeta. But you know, get that belt, get that belt cleaned up, nice and ready, because it's coming home to Tessa. I would cry on Thursday. I'd be real sad about that because I love Sheeta, but you know what's mm-hmm. happening if Tessa shows up on Wednesday. All right. Right after that, we have Colt Cabana and Brody Lee, Stu Grayson of the Dark Order versus SCU. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is Dark Order time, baby. With Colt Cabana? Yeah. Right. I said, dark, I think I said the Dark Order. <laughs> Colt Cabana is going to be a part of the Dark Order. Oh, <sighs> man. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> uh, it's a great addition because Colt Cabana is a mid-card guy, but he gets a lot of notoriety to be a good get for them. Mm-hmm. And it would be good Here. use of Colt Cabana. Right. Um, I think that Colt Cabana is the red herring, and mm-hmm. it's going to be Daniels, and he'll be the fallen angel. That, uh, that well. would be a great long con, the way they've done this story. Mm-hmm. And it would be well, a good way to break SCU up so we get Scorpio Sky. I think my question that for that, that is: he deserves. How long does well? How long does Daniel still have in ring? And Cole Cabana's forty. How much longer does he have? I think a couple of years. Yeah, you got to remember, but you got to remember, guys like Cabana, yeah, Cabana style and, isn't too bad. And but and even Christopher Daniels, like 
yeah, they've wrestled a lot of matches, but none of those guys have been on, like, the WWE life. Mm -hmm. So, like, a lot of those dudes can wrestle way into their mid-40s and Mm. late 40s because they're not wrestling 200 nights a year. Exactly, and then the other thing you have to think is, like, is, is like, duration of matches Mm -hmm. where, you know, you've had, you know, Christopher Daniels, tagging with SCU for the last handful of years, so a couple even, minutes a match. Even with the thought of triples titles, you, mm-hmm. you get rid of SCU? I think yeah. I think it's a necessary I don't think you need evil. another trios team when you have probably about four, five, or six ready Ooh, to roll. With a Jeff. Jeff spotting. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. So, Jeff, 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 Jeff had to get his hair fixed. Yeah, <laughs> I, had to, I had to get from D.C., but fair enough. Close <laughs> enough. Hey! But, Jeff, is Colt Cabana joined Dark Order, or do you think someone in SCU is? That's where we're at right now. Um, If or- they were – well, Cabana would be fine, but if they were smart, they'd, if, they were, if it was me, I'd have Daniels do it so you could, That's, like, have um, that built-in um, – you know what, what I mean? Like, said, the long con on that. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Yeah. Not again, be, I'm, I'm not a good. booker. No, it would be good. I just it, it'd be weird because I, mean, I would think. Do you Daniels sub Colt Cabana be... into the to SCU then? No. Well, they don't necessarily have to be SCU, but they're say, he's from together. Chicago. I know. Yeah, Chicago. but would anybody be upset if they just stood pat and just continued the Colt Cabana thing, or Cole you Cabana know, are we needs... really looking for a swerve here? He so, needs to join, oh. or he needs, he needs to be in or out. After, Here's after Well, if you if you listen to uh, uh, Luther, Japanese deathmatch legend, on um, on the Chris Jericho's podcast, they were talking about how when, that basically the Dark Order is um, Young Bucks' baby, like it's their mm-hmm. their concept, and so they've kind of you know been Ooh. sort of directing it or producing that, and it makes I didn't sense. Know that. And it, and that would make sense then with Cole Cabana if he ended up joining it because it would go right because he's been a BTE regular so, yeah um, lately so they need um, to add some some quality mid card guys with name yeah and, and he's one of he's and, perfect for that I, I agree I think he's, I think he's perfect. <laughs> quality mid card guys here's kind well, of where I mean I'm at. I mean because you don't you don't need to add somebody that is going to oh, take you're right, away you're from right. Brody you're Lee. right yeah I, I still mm-hmm. think Brody Lee's a main eventer. Yeah, I think they I they too. pop they pop too early on that. Yeah. Um, but I think he's a he's though. a dude, and he he could be a, a world heavyweight champ. Yeah, I agree. Um, I still think this is Colt Cabana rejecting Dark Order, and this is gonna be the blood and guts match we get. SCU with okay. Colt versus Dark Order. That's my thought. Okay. So here's the thing: I would, I would does super with that. without a Colt Cabana, does I mean, Dark or Gray. I like Grayson and I like Evil Uno, but like, other than Brody Lee, do they really have enough star power to be featured in a match like that? Uh, they have uh, uh, ten. Yeah, ten. and well, I he has a broken arm. And I don't give a crap about that guy. Um, <laughs> I don't care <laughs> who that guy is. So here's my thing: no, you could, they don't. You could bring someone else in. Cole Cabana rejects them. They're doing the whole thing on BTE that they need to do better with their. Um, with their recruiting. Yeah, but Cole Cabana could join and then someone who has ties to Cole Cabana could try and talk him out of it and then join up with SCU. I know someone who has ties to Cole Cabana. Who's got ties Where to Cole Cabana? Bow, 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 bow. 
Oh, we can't read that. CM Punk. CM Punk. It's oh my CM Punk. I don't know if Phil's going to show up in AEW. Phil, Phil wanted too much money. All right. Yeah. Next match. FTR and the Young Bucks versus Butcher and the Blade and Lucha Bros. I think we're all on the same page on this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, inner turmoil oh. is going to cost Yeah, Butcher them. and Blade and Lucha Bros. Yeah, going to cost FTR. Lucha Bros. And, I, yeah. and, I, and I'm going to watch it. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna love, love it. every second. Yeah, but it's gonna be it's gonna be a great match. I think it's gonna further implode into the main event. Kenny Omega and Adam Page uh, defending their titles versus Private Party. I think this might mm. be the blow up. I think they hinted at last week. I think now's the time. I don't think they're gonna do it. I think they're just gonna win, and that's gonna be that. Yeah, I yeah. would not put the titles on Private Party. I think they're really good in ring. I just don't think they're ready for it. And I don't think no. adding a third wheel like like Matt Hardy is gonna get them a title. I disagree hundred yeah. percent. My thought process I think is that, I think that's with with the Young Bucks and FTR not being in the title picture. I think that is the perfect team to put the belts on with uh, with having most of your top tag teams out of the title race. Hell, with Omega and Page imploding, you could have FTR take the belts off Private Party a few weeks before All Out, for all I care. I don't think they need it for that match. Or you could have the Lucha Brothers and Private Party. Yeah. Um, and you could have F- FTR and the Young Bucks don't need the titles. I agree with that. I no, mean, no, you're probably going to have them involved at some point, but that you don't need the titles for that type of match. Um, nope. No. I mean, you just have the winner propelled to go win them afterwards. Yeah. Yep. That's where I'm at. That's where we're at for uh, Fighter Fest. That's it. It's gonna be a good, all right. Good card. All right. It good actually card. it actually has matches on it, unlike uh, Great American Bash. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> with the lack of things that really kind of happened this weekend in the wrestling world, kind of really throwing us off. We thought this would be a fun time to maybe have a little uh, discussion here on... Uh, this came up in a group chat. And uh, what is everyone's top ten favorite wrestling themes? So the way this is going to work is uh, we'll give everyone will give their honorable mentions, and then we'll give uh, everyone's number ten. We'll go around. Everyone will have a chance to kind of talk about it. We can then go up to number nine, etc. You guys know how we're doing this, right? So, uh, and and just real quick, we're doing if it if it's a wrestling theme, so it could be a singles guy, it could be a group, right? Yes. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. Can I? I'd um, like to give a little. I got like to give a little history lesson. And being a musician, um, being that wrestling in the back back. TV wrestling used to be basically an infomercial to get you to come to live shows. Okay. That's the way wrestling was for many, many years. Venues that held live shows have licenses for performance. Okay. So you could play music by a a regular artist and it would fall under the license of the venue. That's how a cover band can go to a bar who pays ASCAP or BMI or one of those companies, a licensing fee per year. And that covers you to play other people's music. That's that's what happens. When mu- when when wrestling changed to being from uh, TV was infomercials to send you to the live shows to being TV was to build towards pay-per-views, and it became more 
much more about the TV. That's a different type of license and it's more expensive to play someone else's music. And Vince McMahon smartly figured out, um, hey, hey, we can't be paying Survivor every time Hulk Hogan comes to the ring as I at the Tiger, which he did before we start doing this. So that's when he hired Rick Derringer, uh, rock and roll hoochie coup fame, um, to help say, produce. You gotta um, say the writing. other guy's name. Um, and Simon Cowell, who was the producer on several of those wrestling albums, um, to write themes for the. So and you don't then you don't have to pay royalties, uh, or you could be like ECW, who just did it anyway and didn't pay royalties, you know, for years <laughs> on their TV. But that's why you saw the change from people that came to the ring from to music that was popular or whatever, like almost like the walk-up music that baseball players use, so did, which is covered by the venue oh no, to we what we have today, well, which is what we have today, um, which is uh, people that write music for specifically for, and it can be both a regular band like Skillet, right? You know, who has the raw theme song, which is a great song or, or Ultra Bridge and things like that. Or you can have just, purely re wrestling theme song writers so anyway so, was waiting for a jim johnston the, as, name so, to drop <laughs> jim johnston i just want i just wanted to be to kind of give us a, a historical yeah. aspect and you will and i will go ahead and forewarn everyone all of mine are real songs so did ecw <laughs> end up like getting sued over any of that or, or did they ever get they end up getting in trouble I'm sure they got in trouble. I'm sure they had to pay <laughs> some money here or there. I'm sure um, Bully Ray uh, tried to hand out Larry to Paul Heyman. <laughs> pay right. money. Everybody's right. got a price. A, a good, and, and, and on my list, when we get to it, I'll, I will get into that because one of mine falls into that uh, category. All our Virginia Tech fans are going to lose their minds. Uh, Pat, as the special guest, you want to go off with your honorable mentions? Okay, so this uh, was really hard for me. So for my list, just to kind of give a, a where I was with this, uh, what I ended up doing was it's a combination of, like, timeless themes, significance to, like, me as a wrestling fan, and um, kind of, like, what would I pop for if, like, randomly this person came out? Um, and I also disqualified all tag teams and, uh, factions just because it became too hard to narrow it down to 10, uh, for the my top 10. So my honorable mentions are, uh, Okada, Undisputed Era, uh, Dusty Rhodes, Common Man Boogie, Evolution, and the NWO theme. Oh, and, uh, Co and Cody Rhodes, uh, Kingdom. Oh, okay. Jeff, you have any honorable mentions? Um, my three honorable mentions are WCW Sting, um, a man called Sting, that version. Um, <laughs> two, uh, <laughs> uh, two um, great mood is theme. I'm just a great mood of Mark, and I love it. And you can't convince me of any other, other, uh, you know, anything else. And uh, three was also Steiner Brothers, uh, WCW, um, you're going to get Steinerized for all the old kids. <laughs> yeah. oh. Sting, the Sting one. Oh, the Sting one was like, he does this. He does that. He does that. Yeah. <laughs> what does he do? That was actually his second one. I knew he's something, something, oh. something. That, and he's quick as a cat. I, I, I do remember That's right. That's right. <laughs> Ryan, I know you got some honorable mentions. Hit me with them. I always do. Um, Minoru Suzuki. 
yeah. um, as I think is a classic. Um, I also put the Four Horsemen on here. Um, what, side what about note, FTR? when I built my list. No. Um, when I built my list, I kind of did what Pat did also is like, is, is, is what would I, what would I pop for? What are my favorites? And then also throwing in like kind of the significance of the time. Um, some other honorable mentions, um, I went ahead and put, um, went ahead and put Kenny Omega, um, is a, is a new Japan theme. Um, yep. I put Shinsuke Nakamura only with the violin though. The violin is what gets him on the list. Um, and then last to round out, um, I went ahead and put Imperium. Mm. Oh, God. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give you, uh, <laughs> give you my four before I go to Dwight for his honorable mentions. I put uh, MVPs, uh-huh. I'm coming, because, oof, nothing got me more excited for a wrestling match in my life as, like, amateur wrestling. Uh, Walter's... New World Symphony number nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one I'm sure is gonna pop Jeff and Dwight. At least God, I hope so. Bobby Roode's off the chain, but has to be instrumental. <laughs> uh, honorable mention. He's off the chain. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and and I'm ready for some heat. Voodoo Child. God, I love Voodoo Child. Oh, I it was Child. it, it was just like outside that. for me. <laughs> Dwight, hit me with your honorable mentions. You got any? Oh, yes, I do, as a matter of fact. Um, and it's an honorable mention because only – and I love the song, and I love when it's played, but I only picked as an honorable mention because it doesn't fit with my other um, theme. So, anyway, Alter Bridge, Metalingus, which is Edge. Ooh. I like the whole song, but that's a great that's a great song. Yeah. Um, also, Motorhead doing the game uh, – is one of my honorable mentions. I used to play that before I took my kids to their like little league baseball games. We'd be going in the car going, <laughs> time to play the game. And we would all do the game fountain when we got out of the car. So oh, anyway, those two. And then two more on that list is uh, uh, were was Bad Street USA by the Free Birds, uh, Michael P.S. Yeah. Hayes. Uh, I was going to put that. G- <laughs> which was way better than Free Bird, which doesn't really, even though they were yeah. the Free Birds, the, that didn't really didn't work, work as a theme song. Yeah. But Bad Street did. And then um, one of the, it's sort of, I put it on the list because it's like so bad that it was good or almost good enough. And that was Boogie Woogie Dance Hall by Ricky Morton, which was. (laughs) 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 I uh, uh, I have one more from honorable mention. Um, Arn Anderson's WCW uh, theme Mm. was great also. You knew something, you knew you were about to get dismantled when that played. I love Arn. So I'm surprised nobody said American Males. American males, American males. I, I hope somebody has wrapped his crap on here. Uh, number no, ten. I, you know that Jeff Let's does. Do it, Jeff. Let's give me your number ten. Uh, my number ten is uh, uh mine is uh, mine was kind of my own personal playground. What it meant to me, more <laughs> just more nostalgia and me being a child. Uh, my ten was actually Midnight Express. I remember hearing that song. Uh, I, I remember hearing that a bunch from my dad and my uncle before I even knew it was actual an actual damn wrestling song. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, you mm-hmm. know, so the old Midnight Express is uh, number 10 for me. I like it. Pat, give me your number 10. Okay, number 10 is a sentimental for me because uh, I don't really think it's in the top 10, but I had to list it. And it is Batista's I Walk Alone. That's and, a good one. And that that should for, for me, that is a personal tie because that was – Always one of the last songs I listened to before hitting a wrestling mat in high school. 
um, just kind of got you in that right mind frame. Like it's you and the other guy out there, and it's that's know. a great one. Um, so that that had to be on the list for me with my my high school ties to that. Uh, I'm gonna take it from there before I go to Ryan. My number ten is Kazuchika Okada's Rainmaker. Uh, mm-hmm. That gets me hype AF. Ryan, hit it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, might catch some heat that he's this high up on the list. Uh, my number 10 is is Jushin Thunder Liger. Mm, um, it, 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 just, it just puts me in the feels to watch some old Tony New Japan. Okay. Uh, Dwight. So the dean of old school, I'm only picking re- regular songs, so you know that. So my number 10 is actually what I always thought would be my theme song if I was a, a professional wrestler, because I always loved the way it came in, and that's Hot Stuff by Donna Summer for Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. All right. Give me that number nine, Patty. He love you some hot stuff. Number boy. nine is Marty Skrull. Oh, uh, yeah. one true villain. One true villain. Um, yeah, he's a good one. probably my favorite in the game right now. Um, right. It's the the character work is so good. Everything is so spot on. It fits so well. It's just it's it's well, great. And the video that plays behind him. Yeah, you know, like everything awesome. is perfectly mm-hmm. put together for that character. Like he really. Yeah. You know, it's so funny if you listen to him. Like I've heard him in interviews talk about like. Just randomly, he put you know the 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 mask and the umbrella, like all of it was kind of like, yeah, oh, screw it, like I'll try this this week, and like it just worked for the character, like um, so, uh, I, lightning in a bottle, man, it's it's great, it's one of my favorites. Hitman yep. Hall, hit me with your number nine. Um, for number nine, I'm going with old school tag team Harlem Heat. Uh, oh, that's, that's a that's a good. That is good. Uh, which, just be, which, mm. uh, just be, yeah, yeah. Just being a kid, um, you know, I just, I don't know, it was something, you know, I'm in there, scissor kicking my, uh, my brother in the back, you know, what I'm saying it's nothing like it. getting that pop, man. Yeah, absolutely. oh, so good, so good. Uh, Can you dig it, sucker? I'm gonna interject here. Uh, my number nine was Eddie Guerrero slash Los Guerreros Viva La Raza. Oh, oh God, I, that is really good. I love Eddie so much. Uh, so Ryan, did, so did Chris. Um, Ryan, <laughs> Ryan. Pat, hey, number nine. Um, Pat, yep, Pat has it in his honorable mention, but I've got it number nine. Dusty Rhodes. Mm. I, yeah, I can't, I can't help, but when he freaking walks out of the back and he's wearing jeans. And he's and he's wearing you know like you know, his little like knee slides over over his jeans, cowboy boots, and then he's got a bull rope in his hand. It's freaking time to do business. <laughs> That's right. If you ever wanted to see my grandma dance, he's the common, common man, boy. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When, when Dusty comes down, you better not say nothing. All right, Dwight, number nine. <laughs> uh, number nine. I'm 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 gonna go. I'm all of mine are old school for the most part. Um. I used to pop for this entrance every time, and that was Sharp Dressed Man by ZZ Top for gorgeous <laughs> Jimmy Garvin. Yeah. And Precious, with Precious. I, I bet they don't. Don't, don't forget Precious. Oh, man. It's a, it's a good pull. All right. Number eight, I am going uh, Shinsuke Nakamura's original theme. Uh, I don't care if it has live violin or not, but God, I love that live violin as well. 
Original uh, uh, WWE original. Yeah, original WWE theme. Sorry. Um, man, <laughs> yeah, I love it. Uh, Dwight, hit me with your number eight. Number eight. All right. Uh, for my number eight, I mean, there were so many that that I could go with. Um, this one I'm going to tell my little story because this is actually a, um, in its War, Mach- War Machine by Kiss, which was Taz's uh, original theme in ECW. Um, and then they rewrote it to be the, um, you know, survive if I let you that, which is exactly mm. the same riff. It's a completely rip off of the song that he <laughs> yeah. originally used. But anyway, yeah, I'm putting down uh, War Machine by Kiss as uh, for Taz as the original ECW theme. I, I'm going ECW too next, uh, but you know, Dwight. Okay. So Jeff, take it away, number eight. Uh, for eight. I got the whole effing show, Robin, with Pantera Walk, man. I mean, like, listen. That's true. Uh, I, I, I don't want to sound like an old man and say you just had to be there, but, man, <laughs> I can't tell you how much time, trouble we used to get into doing this at school, at, at the house. <laughs> just, you know, when, when RVD came out, you, you knew it was time to do business. I mean, he was, he was so good. I think he was so ahead of his time, but, you know, for what it's worth. And that's RBD. a that's – a- and that's a great song anyway, if you listen to Walk yeah, by Pantera, yes. because yes. it's basically about getting ready to kick someone's ass. That's the whole yeah, song. It is. All right. Ryan, give me your number eight. Um, number eight, I actually have a faction, um, and it is going to be Bullet Club. Oh, okay. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. Um, you know when you Bullet heard Club. For, yeah, for, 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 for life. life, it was just, it sends, it sends chills just, just like when you were you know, when you were, you know, six or seven and you were listening to NWO, you know, come out for the first or second time. Bullet Club does it every single time. Well, I was 26 or 27 listening to NWO, so. (laughs) (laughs) Patty, give me number eight. Uh, Number eight for me is CM Punk and Cult of Personality. Mm, Um, Yes. Oh, man, I forgot. This is where, like, songs like that are high on my list for, like, moments. And aside from Cult of Personality being a fantastic song, just in general, mm-hmm. um, that moment where Cena beats Ray and everyone's pissed off, and then <laughs> Cult of Personality hits, and it's so good because if you go back and watch, for some dumb reason, because they're all WWE marks, the whole crowd, like a different theme song hits, and you don't know it's going to be punk. Nobody knew. And like I said immediately to Matt, I said, Punk's back. And, like, it took forever for him to walk out, and that moment was awesome. But, like, I still just remember looking at the crowd going, like, you idiots. Like, how do you not mm. know this is punk? Like, it's obviously punk. Right. Uh, but, yeah, yeah so that's think, high for me for that reason. I think the moment I fell in love with that song was when you had Paul Bear with the urn, and he's just jamming out to call the personality. <laughs> out, I was like, okay. Uh, well, that's... Pat, not- Perfect, because Not- my number seven is CM Punk Cult of Personality. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Jeff, as the CM Punk guy, let me go next um, on the seven up real quick, because <laughs> oddly enough, my number seven was Matt's number eight, Shinsuke Nakamura's first <laughs> WWE theme, um, and it was for the moments. Uh, again, yeah. like, mine was was moment-heavy, was, was pop-heavy, um... I just remember thinking, like, you know, we get a bad rep 
as wrestling fans being like ignorant and like uncultured and stuff like that. But that yeah. that entrance by Nakamura with the violin, like that's the only crowd of fifteen thousand people that are gonna sit on their seat the same night listening to this incredible violin solo that are gonna be up on their feet for someone kicking someone's ass two minutes later. Like right. so don't call us uncultured because like screw you <laughs> Like we can fall right. in love with with something beautiful like that too, and uh, that that's one definitely one of the top ten like entrances in my book, like ever. Mm-hmm. Jeff, hit me with your number seven. Uh, my number seven is the rated R superstar Edge. Yes. Yep. Um, I I really don't need to say say anything. Um, I I I've told this story to the guys, but I guess I'll tell it to the podcast. Um, I find myself in the shower listening to music. You know, I'm, I'm in the shower doing what you do in the shower, and next thing you know, I'm, I'm my hands are up and I'm flinging water at the top of my shower because I almost my I'm being head. I'm being edge in my shower. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean it's it's great, and the, the fact that we got to see him come back at the Royal Rumble was was awesome. If you if you listen to it now, you see it nowadays. This go around, they don't give you goosebumps. You ain't doing it right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's metal. That's metalingus by Alter Bridge. Yeah. By the yeah. Way. Sorry. 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 <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't, you had already said it earlier, so I, I know. Dwight, hit me with your number seven. Number seven. This is one of those ones that's uh, that probably more people know it for it being a theme song than they do what it was originally for, and that's the theme from 2001: A Space Odyssey, which is the Nature Boy Ric Flair's song that he yep. comes in. So. Probably more people hear that and go, oh, that's Ric Flair's theme song. Oh, than, uh, yeah, I guarantee yeah. that. Especially yeah. in this generation. But anyway, <laughs> theme from 2001 A Space Odyssey. Ryan, you got a number seven for me? Yeah, um, it is Cody with Kingdom. I think all of us as fans, so and, you know, this is you know, for the moment, too. Um, but, like, you know, we, but we saw him go to the ring, pull out the sledgehammer, and you just have – He's with Kingdom just droning in the background. And you see him walking back up the ramp, and then you see the throne, and everybody in everybody on this show got chills. I'm sure yeah, of it. Easy. And then he swung it, and we all marked the F out. It was really hard to not put that in my top ten list just because, aside from being, you know, Dusty's son and everything, and that song fitting, you know, the Rhodes family and kind of the Rhodes dynasty so perfectly – it's just awesome, and it's kind of like that light of hope for us as wrestling fans. You know, the AEW is going to continue and win out. All right, yeah. number six, Pat. Uh, yeah, I'll start because, again, my number six is Metalingus, um, and this this might be a little bit of recency bias for me. Um, but just the marking out at him returning at Royal Rumble was such an uh, incredible moment. And, um, yeah, I don't get caught up in the work much anymore. And when I thought he was uh, eliminating Roman uh, at the Rumble, man, I, I got you all, and you all know it because you were all there. You saw me get caught up in the work. Sure did. Damn it. Um, because no, and, 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 I don't know if y'all remember. Wrong with it. I don't know if y'all remember, but back in December when we did like the the predictions for 2020, I was I had been riding the Edge is coming back and Edge is winning the Royal Rumble <laughs> prediction. Um, 
man, and and it worked out fine. You know, the stuff with Orton's fine, but uh, oh god, just that moment is is that's exactly what you want as wrestling fans. So, I love it, Jeff. Number six. Um, six is kind of more your niche, and I know a lot of people aren't, aren't going to know or understand, but um, Jay Lethal's um, theme, when he when he was with Truce Martini, and he had Taylor Hendricks, and he was crying all the time on how mm-hmm. he was the best first-generation wrestler, mm-hmm. when all that came together, and that song came together, and he had the heavyweight title and the TV title, I mean, it just, he mm-hmm. was just the guy. Like, it kind of elevated, I mean, I know, I know music doesn't elevate you, but like, I don't know when he came out and he did his thing and he had both belts it just made him the guy and like he was the guy and he wrestled mm-hmm. it and he showed it and it was I don't know he just kind of went up a notch for me at least and maybe to other people and he never he never looked back you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. definitely yeah. good one uh, I'm gonna interject here my number six uh, and really you could use either one Kurt Angle's TNA theme mm. 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 that's a good yep. pull uh, really it's such pull. a good theme song yes it is it's uh, not as good as, I don't know it's not as good as you can't chant to it as well as you can you suck you people suck people still tried yeah, yeah, I know I know they did uh, Dwight go ahead give me your number six number six is a tie okay I could, oh I, god I, I couldn't make it I couldn't make it ten it had to be eleven so I thought this would be perfect that's um, Chase which is the title of Chase parentheses theme from Midnight Express which was the for the Midnight Express, and then ELO's Rock and Roll is King, the original Rock and Roll Express. Thing. Express. So, um, I went with those two together: Rock and Roll is King by ELO for the Rock and Roll Express, and Chase for the Midnight Express. They go hand in hand, that's for sure. Yes, they definitely. Do. Ryan, give me your number six. Oh boy, I'm gonna catch. I'm gonna catch some for this one. Is it American yeah. Man? Undertaker. Um, uh, this is uh, more of a moment. Hold on. No, no, no I can't. No, I can't give you hell for this. This is more of a moment thing for me. Um, I remember WrestleMania 20 really, really vividly. Um, this, this was when, if you if you look back a couple of months, you you look at Survivor Series when there was the buried alive match between him and Vince, and then then and then you had Kane come out and help. Um, you you knew you were going to get some some form of the Undertaker coming back in a couple months. You just didn't know which one it was going to be. And then and WrestleMania 20 came, and you had the lead up to it. And you know, gong, gongs were playing every week on Raw. Um, and then just the WrestleMania 20 entrance um, is, I think, um, his, his, best, his best WrestleMania entrance. Um, the mood and the timing was right. And I think this was the best form of Undertaker as well um, that we could possibly get. Um, so that is my number six. Not a boy. Sarah made you put him on the list, didn't she? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pat, since you spoke up, what's number five? Okay, this is where it got really, really oh, hard. Oh, no. Was your... No. Okay. My whole top five got messed up. Um, and uh, five is Ric Flair. Um, oh, yeah. that's tough. I had a really hard time putting it that far down. But, um, you know, it's one of the two or three, like, most iconic wrestling themes of all time. Um, so, yeah, Ric Flair at five. Yeah. All right. All right. Jeff, what do you have at five? 
Okay, so again, my list is my own personal. Um, um, I didn't do all of the. I mean, we, we all could do a consensus top ten, and it, we, it would probably be the same. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. There's classic. <laughs> I, no, but I'm just like saying, iconic classic ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's iconic ones that we all would have, and I just didn't go that right. I went with my own personal opinion. Um, so five for me was my theme on um, w, uh, I mean WWE WrestleMania 2000 on N64. Um, it is the Brood. With <laughs> 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 the Brood is a wow. that's a great theme. Wow. Yeah, I, I mean, just like all that, Dwight. You understand all that percussion, like oh, it's just great. That little guitar riff. They're coming up through a fire through hell, which I would presume is hell, you know, through the floor. They're drinking blood. They're vampires. I, mean, I understand what else you need. Yeah, I just, you know, I don't, you know, there we go. If that's the, not a war, you know. I, they're the yeah. coolest vampires I've ever seen on TV. I'm standing yeah. by that. As long as you don't listen to their first promo, you're good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the, the only thing, no, you're right. The only thing cooler with cooler than that was, you know, Keeper Sutherland. But we'll, we'll say that for another podcast. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give you my number five, and I'm going all the way over to Japan to what I think might be uh, maybe the most fan-interactive theme in New Japan, and it is Minoru Suzuki's Kaze Ni Nair. <laughs> I love that theme so much. And the, the live one um, where the actual singer is singing for as he's coming down is just the best. I love that one so much. Uh, have I gone to Dwight yet for number five? You are. And I'm going with uh, Stranglehold by Ted Nugent, which is the uh, entrance theme of the Von yeah. Eriks when they yeah. come in. So it's I also forgot a really about that. Yes. So I forgot about that. Stranglehold by Ted Nugent. Ryan, have I asked for your number five yet? No, but I'm going to pull the Dwight card, and I have a tie for number five. <laughs> Uh, what's up with these ties? ties yeah listen, we had to make listen, the tough decisions <laughs> hold on Num- number five is all right so the first number five i have it's gonna be chris jericho's jewess okay um the second number five is chris jericho's king of my world that he came out to for a little bit in 2002 and then they got away with it for no reason and and the, and your third tie is break the walls down. No. I mean, I mean, no, you okay, could make sorry. a whole like number for Chris Jericho because I don't think he's had a bad theme, right? Because they're all some variation of break the walls down. Just those mm-hmm. two, especially the King of My World. I don't think they they ran with that enough. Mm-hmm. Um, because B because he was just in the main event scene for a little bit. Um, I remember it was it was that Survivor Series. Um, they had, they had saliva playing at, at like the WWE World or whatever. They had they uh, they had New York, and they played for like an extra two minutes. And then you have Jericho just standing in the rings, just waiting. That's, that's a funny moment. Mm-hmm. Have I got everyone's five? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Jeff, give me your number four. Um, sorry. Hold on, I, I had to write my list down. I'm trying to pull it up now. People texting me, ruining my damn thing. Do you want to come back to you? Yeah, come back to me. I'm sorry. All right, Pat, give me your number four. Number four is Break Down the Walls, Y2J. Mm. Mm. It is his best mm-hmm. theme ever. And uh, just the whole countdown to Y2J was incredible. It was great build-up. And even though I still think Vince tried to bury him with The Rock on the first night, he would mm-hmm. not be buried. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and 
give my number four, and it is Cody's Kingdom. Um, God, <sighs> I marked out in October when we did this, seeing it live, that first AEW show in D.C., just mm-hmm. chills, chills the entire time. Yeah. Jeff, you got your number four for me? Yes, okay, and and for this one, Pat and Matthew, you guys can kiss both sides of my black. You know what? Um, I'm going. <laughs> I'm going with uh, Triple H, uh, and I <laughs> hold on. I'm going with the with the uh, his corporate you know, his 99 2000. You know uh, that Triple H. You know what I'm saying? Wada, 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 wada. Yeah, he that one. Trouble. <laughs> yeah, uh, love that it. That one. That one just oh. man when he came out, I hated him so much that. That was my WrestleMania 2000. I, I, no, 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 no. I, I mean, like, just, I mean, I, I like the rock. My brother liked Triple H. I hated him so much that, like, looking back, I loved that. I just loved it because when he came out, he, he just kind of had the small circle. You know, he didn't, he wasn't, it wasn't the game yet. He was still more of the, your cerebral assassin. Um, but yeah, that one, that one, that one was just a good one for me. Mm. I love that one as well. Uh, Ryan, give me your number four. Um, already said by almost everyone here. Um, Edge, Metalingus. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have chills when he came back to the Rubble this year. You might want to go check your pulse because mm-hmm. that was that was okay. The only thing they messed up about that was that they missed the first spear, and then a couple days later they reposted the video on YouTube. It's not the same, okay? They should they should have just stayed on him the whole time, had him catch the first spear. Then who cares? Like, mm-hmm. Dwight, what do you have for number four? Well, number four, I have uh, the uh, like the best use of a wah pedal. If you guitar players out there know what a wah pedal is, okay, it makes it make it makes it go wah 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 like that. So not the NWO, not not the NWO theme, but Voodoo Child, Slight Return by Jimi Hendrix, which is Hollywood Hogan's Mm -hmm. uh, great Hollywood Hogan's theme. Wow, wow, wow! Yeah, that's it. That's called, that pedal is called a wah pedal. Because Standing it's, next to the mountain, chop it down with the edge of your hand. Down with edge. <laughs> and I will say this. This is a little piece of information that I have on my phone. I went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame uh, and Museum in Cleveland, Ohio, and I saw a notebook with the handwritten lyrics to that song written by Jimi Hendrix in his hand. Your child you get was, goosebumps a little bit. That was also yeah. on my high school wrestling uh, playlist. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go ahead and start our number three because my number three is Edge Metalingus. Um, <laughs> and, oh, I, think, I think we cleared the board on that all one. Five, yeah, and all five. Was probably, yeah. oh, my God, Edge is, is maybe my top three favorite wrestlers of all time for me personally. Um, oh. Yeah. I no, I mean, I mean, it's all uh, your guys are you guys. You love your guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Guys, you, you, you got a guy, it's good. <laughs> Uh, so whoever said, oh, you're, you're going for number three. Was that Pat or was that Dwight? It was, it was, it was Ryan. Oh, Ryan. Well, give me your number three then. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Ric Flair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you, you, you just listen to it and it can be with the woo at the beginning or not. It really doesn't matter. Um, it's. It's got to be one of the best themes of, or it's got to be one of the most recognizable mm-hmm. um, re- wrestling themes of all time, whether whether it be from 2001 or whether it be from you know professional wrestling, just um, some something that uh, stands the test of time. 
for sure. Fantastic. All right, Dwight, give me your number three. All right, number I, I these two, two and three. I'm I kind of went back and forth as to which one was better. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and um, Perfect Strangers by Deep Purple, which it was uh, the franchise Shane <laughs> Douglas's theme in ECW. I was, oh, you know what? Song. We're the and same person, Dwight. We really are. No, we, we, we're, no, we're, you're in my MF and head. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You said that, Love when, that freak- you, when you were having uh, issues earlier. Yeah. Yeah. The big, the big distorted organ at the beginning when they play it and then it, bre- it breaks into the, uh, yeah. So perfect. That's Perfect Strangers by Deep Purple. Uh, Jeff, so have I gotten your number three yet? No, uh, my number three, um, is the Macho King Randy Savage? Mm-hmm. Um, just because it, it's Probably. my list, and you know, <laughs> it's, who can tell I you mean, otherwise? It, 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 yeah, yeah. Sorry, uh, it's you, the Macho King. When it comes on, you know exactly what it is. You, you, well, like Dwight said, like like for Ric Flair, it's its own song. But now, when anybody hears it, yeah, I get, hears it now. I guarantee this. Oh yeah, coming behind, you know, coming behind, you know. That's mm-hmm. just just how it is. I, you, uh, I love it. And maybe a slap into a Slim Jim. You, oh, you absolutely. just made some people on, on the comment section very happy, so don't worry. You, you're doing good. <laughs> I'm Pat. trying to. Wasn't that pop? Was that the I was pomp and circumstance? It's pomp and circumstance. Yeah. Pomp and circumstance. Yeah. Graduation. Yeah. Patty, what's your number yep. three? So my number three. Hey, March. And Jeff, I don't care what you say about it. It's the game. It is the game theme song for Triple H. It is there. There are very few it's songs good, that fit a character better, mm-hmm. and he has so many incredible entrances with it. Um, and if it doesn't get you ready to go fight somebody in an alley, I don't know what does. You know, um, they're all yeah. Things. When when Trips was at the height of his career, like doing his best work. And he was the game, and he was just shredded to death and beat the shit out of people. Like, when that hit, when the music hit, business picked up. And, right. and that's one of my favorites of all time. Well, you know, the not the, origi- the original, like the guys that did the DX theme did that, did the game. And then yeah, when, yeah. When, when Motorhead yes. did it, yeah. I was like, oh, oh okay, that's, it's that's way, better. way better. Yeah. Motorhead's yeah. version uh, is what I'm talking hot about. Hot take, yeah. DX band, not really good. <laughs> No, no, the music not, fit not. what they were doing. Yeah, it fit though. DX. It doesn't fit anything no, else. No, it fit. But that it fit national the, anthem no, is the no. worst national anthem. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that's perfect because my number two, it's all about the game and how you play it. It's Triple H. Mm-hmm. Uh, so hey Jeff, you go ahead and give me your number two. Okay, yeah, my I number two. You uh, play the game. No, 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 no. I, I, that one I didn't put because I figured, you know, but not, but like that, that, one, that one's great. Don't get me wrong. But I the, the 992000 corporate mm-hmm. one is, is mine. Um, this one uh, is actually Ooh. known. I guess you can do both WWE and, you know, NWA and just about everything else. They're two different songs, but they 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 give you the same thing. Um, it would be yeah. Legion of Doom. Um, so LOD, um, you can go Iron Man, which is obviously their staple. But even their WWF one was great. Um, when you hear Hawks say, hey, what a rush, um, you know, they might have been misused in the WWE, but you knew <laughs> business is going to pick up, and that's what's going to happen. Like, they're they're coming down there to kick somebody's ass, regardless whether they're coming on bikes, whether they got a stuff, uh, whether they got a marionette, you know, a puppet on the front of the bike. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? <laughs> and they're known for their uh, – Dwight, tell me if I'm wrong. They're known for their Road Warrior pop. I mean – that's just it. That's it. Yep. It's like sure. there was a whole episode on Dark Side about it. 
Yeah. Uh, Ryan, give me a number two. Um, surprised I haven't heard this one yet. Um, my number two is Rowdy Roddy Piper. Okay. Um, mm. it's 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 more of a it's again it's more of just a feeling like like when you just hear um just you know the very subtle drums at the beginning and it builds and it's just that slow methodical just walk to the ring you knew you knew somebody was going to get their butt kicked um nobody was going to get their wig split all right but, um, <laughs> is that a hint at number um, one coming no it's not at all but but just the one memory that i have from this um wrestling or royal rumble 2008 uh they were in madison square garden it was the one where cena came back at 30 um but they had, but they had um, Piper come out, and then right behind him had had Jimmy Snuka come out, and That's... the place was on fire, and the place was just electric. Is that um, also a Steamboat versus Mickey Rourke? Is that what that match was? Um, no, it's de- um, they had the Steamboat wrestled. Oh no, Mania twenty-five. Um, Steamboat wrestled Jericho. And then it's... Or... That's what I'm trying to think of. Go ahead. Jericho, right, right, yeah. Right. Um, yeah. But then the following pay-per-view, um, it was just a single with uh, Steamboat and Jericho. Um, I think that was a year or two later, though. Huh. Oh, man. Dwight, number two? All right, number two. And I'm going to give you this story, and then I'm going to tell you, and your homework is you got to go listen to this song <laughs> as loud as you can in your car at some point this week, okay? Understood? Everybody with me on that? In 1994, sure. in 1994, a collaborative right single was, and, and you know what? You guys are going to be amazed that this is my number two, I, for obvious reasons, but it is. Um, so 1994, at the end of 1994, <laughs> in a bid to sort of calm down the, uh, the beef that was East Coast versus West Coast um, gangster rap, uh, Dr. Dre and Ice Cube collaborated to put together the song Natural Born Killers, which was New Jack Jack and the Gangsters theme and in ECW. And when they would play that, they would play the whole song even after the match started, like all during the match. All through, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, The song would continue to play, but that's Natural Born Killers by Cuban Dr. Dre, which is the Gangsters and then New Jack's theme in ECW. You surprised me, think That's a surprise. Yeah. I'm I sorry. Think, I get it. No, I. I, get I have it. been I in the it. room when that happened. Like I've been I in a show, it. and that, sh- and oh, they gosh. would, r- they would just rattle the <laughs> yeah. windows with that, with that freaking song, yeah. and then they would be, you know, smashing each other with cans and yeah. stop signs and shit. Well, here, here comes a <laughs> stabbing the people. Full of goodies. All right, yeah, stabbing people. <laughs> um, well, and then and then New Jack would rap along with it while he was doing this, and then he would hit somebody <laughs> with a hammer or something. Spike. <laughs> Anyway, that's not Wolverine Claw. If we've learned anything yeah. from Dark Side of the Ring, well, well, well. Oh God, I was later. Uh, alleged, was later. Uh, allegedly. Well, no, there's, well, there's proof. We saw that video. <laughs> that was on Vice. Patty, what's your number two? Uh, my number two is Kaze ni Nara, which is Minoru Suzuki's theme. Um, between just having the biggest heel, have like the biggest baby face. Uh, like crowd response 
and just gonna the, be a lonely warrior tonight. And, yeah, and the song, you know, the lyrics fit his character so well, like, you know, being the lonely warrior, I, and it's so good. I've got one, I've got one I'm gonna let you guys know, I, when, we're, when we're done, yeah. that's, that's New Japan, that I'm surprised you guys haven't said, but go ahead. Um, so, like, if you're not familiar with Minoru Suzuki's entrance, you know, YouTube some, some Wrestle Kingdom entrances, and you'll understand... Like just the energy, man, is so Everyone. so good. It's so big. All right, number one, Ryan. Number one. There you go, Jeff. Number one. <laughs> there can only be one. <laughs> Ryan, it's you. It's you. It's you. It's you. Listen. All right, July Fourth just came and went. All right. Oh God. <laughs> Listen. I am a real American. I fight for the rights of every man. I am a real American. Fight for what's right because that's number one. That has got to be number one. All right. Real real American has got to be number one across the board. Should every I time you hear. Go ahead because it's the same thing. Okay, guys, listen. Um, the only reason we're sitting right here doing this zoom call talking oh. about wrestling in a podcast is because your asses should have been saying your prayers and eating your vitamins you know what i'm saying so there there is no there is a number one it's hulk hogan real american period uh, there is there is not a more iconic moment than hulk hogan <laughs> lifted andre the giant up slamming him down at wrestlemania 3 and dropping the leg drop, and Real American me, hits, and the Silver Dome blows up. It's Real American. It's the only number one. Yeah. So I'm, Dwight and I are about to ruin this. <laughs> well, Dwight disqualified well, gonna, it anyways. No, well, I, I, already put a, I already put one Hulk Hogan theme on my list. Okay? Same. It's about to be two. I'm going to go ahead and just take this, because uh, this one's from Mike DeShazo. Boys, you better break the walls down. It's Jericho. It's incredible. That's a good one. No, no, no. no yeah, that, I, that's I, a good it's one. number I didn't put four. It You're right. It's great. I didn't put it because I figured everybody else would, but that's that's a damn good one. It's number it's one. one. That's one of the, it's one of the greatest. It is one of the greatest. It is. It is. Yeah. All right, Dwight, give me your number one. Drop your knowledge. And someone go ahead and warn Virginia Tech, yeah? No, actually, actually, I didn't oh. put that one. Oh. I didn't put that one on there because, I, although that was he's good, a UVA guy. Why would he put it on? Right. A... Right. Screw Virginia. Yeah. Come <laughs> on, guys. You knew how that was going to play out. And I'm sorry. Yeah, he'd, he'd rather, you know. Right. Shane Douglas and Taz and <laughs> New Jack were better. But anyway, <laughs> uh, Jeff, you got this one wrong because you almost got it right, but you got it wrong because Iron Man by Black Sabbath is the best theme song of all time because when because when i am iron man came out the road warriors were coming to kick your ass that was it you're right you're no you're right i'm not gonna argue i'm not gonna argue so i'm that was mine that was mine for sure and you know not only did I, the road warrior pop is a real thing like when that i am iron man and then they would come out and you knew someone was getting their ass kicked it was so awesome that at the end of the freaking movie iron man what does Tony Stark say when the legs, he says, I have an announcement to make? And he looks at the camera and goes, I am Iron Man. I yep. popped in. 
<laughs> hey, babe. <laughs> like, holy shit, the Road Warriors are coming out. <laughs> uh, could you imagine Road stopped Warriors? Thanos a lot quicker. I was about to say. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Couldn't survive that Tuesday device. You had a press slammed his ass. All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, so since everybody's put up, you know, everybody's done, right? Everybody's yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pat and Matt. I mean, uh, yeah, Pat, Matt. I'm surprised. Am I? Am I the one that likes Naito's theme? I love Naito's. I theme. Know, I, I, could, but I could have done a list of top fifty, like easy. Oh, yeah, okay. I really could have. I mean, like we're not even talking about I, like burning my light for Randy Orton uh, yeah, when he had the freaking drop screen, you know, behind shower oh, man, the shower Pyro. behind him. That's I one want, of the best I, entrances I, I, ever. That's so good. I struggled we so didn't. Hard. We didn't I, even get I, to Mr. Perfect. Yeah, Mr. Perfect. Million Dollar Man. Guys, there's there's so many incredible <sighs> themes that yeah. we didn't even touch on. Yeah. Um, like right, one. Bret Hart. Well, like, no one. And, and Bret, no, and Bret no, Hart's no. theme is great. As much <laughs> as I good. hate it Bret Hart, it is. Owen Hart's it theme is. is great. We didn't even say. Yeah, but come on. We didn't. We didn't hear glass breaking. No. Yeah. Nobody. No Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Right. Nobody. Nobody had Shawn Michaels. Right. So, Akeem. <laughs> so here's what's gonna get fun because it's already been if, suggested. If you, if you smell what the rock is. Yeah. Going. Now if we're yeah. talking most iconic, and maybe that's something we're gonna have to go back and do at that's a later probably, date. Yeah. But yeah, uh, we're man, gonna have to do that. We've already been asked. We're gonna have to do a top ten worst theme songs oh. of all time. And let me tell you, these American males are ready. Oh, God. West, West, that, Tex- West Texas Monday Rednecks. Show? West Texas Rednecks. Uh, the, uh, the, uh, uh, the, the Nasty Boys is so bad it's good, too. Kind of uh, Guys, everybody, three count. Yeah. Three count. Uh, Alex Wright. I'm a spo- hey, spoiler, uh, Real Americans going to be number one on my worst list. Dwight can't separate the character from the person. Dwight, I'm surprised no, you didn't I, put Dreamer Dwight, on I, here. No, you have to understand, I'm an NWA guy, and I hated Hulk Hogan then. So You should appreciate him. what Hulk Hogan's done for you. Dwight, you hear me? <laughs> Golden Sun Bear strikes again. 30 years later, you're still able to talk about wrestling on a podcast because Hulk Hogan. Because of Rick Slammed of Andre the, the Giant at WrestleMania Because of Hulk Hogan, baby. Say whatever you want, brother. Hey, Rick, right. Rick, Rick Flair is one of the best of all time. He's probably he's top three of all time. Oh, yeah. Well, no, 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 but, no, no, Rick Flair's but, number one. But name me, name me one moment that's a tenth iconic to the, the Andre the Giant Slam. Uh, Starcade 83? Yeah, what happened cool. in Starcade okay, 83? It's not as iconic as Andre Whoa. the Giant being slammed. You said well, one tenth. Yeah. You said one tenth is iconic. It's not even close. And, we and going over fractions the, on Monday. Right, it's not even close. The flare so, for the gold. The flare for the gold. Dean of old school going to bring us to <laughs> take us to hey, class. Oh yeah, some great ones here. Ben's a little late. No love for Batista. Dog, that already happened. That I did, was, yeah, I did. That was number ten. Yeah, yeah, Ben's walking alone uh, tonight, but Pat's the lonely warrior. Uh, something, something, something. Air. Have a good night, everybody. We'll see you on Thursday. Enjoy your wrestling on Wednesday and tonight if it's still happening.